Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering perfectly placed makeout spots on hometown dates. Ooh. Another conservatorship ending. Oh. And a cringeworthy Putin poem. What? And this is episode 204. Let's go. (laughs) Woo. We in here. We in here. Uh, You know, before we get into this week's episode of The Bachelor that we love to talk about, um, Veronica, (laughs) what's been going on? How are you? Um, I'm doing okay. Uh, you know, it is the start of Lenten season for, you know, the Christians and Catholics out there. If you know, you know. Amen. This is the only the only part of my faith at this point that I participate in just because I like being forced into building better habits and things because, you know, science says it takes 21 days to make or break a habit. And Lent is 40 days because that's how the Bible works. Mm. Um, and uh, so that's always a good time. What are you excited up? for for Lent, excited for all that. What are you going to um, be giving up? I always give up. I don't like I try to not frame it as like giving things up as much as like, let's like, you know, do things better. So like I'm going to I guess technically I'm going to give up my phone in bed. So like not have it be the first thing I grab when I'm waking up in the morning or like I can't have it for the 30 minutes before I go to sleep, Word. Um, which is definitely something I need to work on more just because it's I feel like I have my sleep schedules all effed from the blue lights and whatever (laughs) um and then I'm like gonna I'm trying to get like in general I'm trying to get my sleep schedule back in back in check so I'm like gonna make sure I only snooze I can only snooze one time I used to be a no snooze kind of gal but now I always snooze once and I think it's because I know that my alarm clock, because I have an old school alarm clock. I don't use my phone. I have an old school alarm clock. My alarm clock is 10 minutes fast. So I always do the one snooze because then I'm like, technically, it's the right time. Wow. <laughs> you're 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 something else there, V. I um, know. But besides you, that, yeah. um, I bought the new washer and dryer because mine just was going to be too much more money to put into it with all this shit that I've dealt with. Um so that's fun. That's some real adult purchases. And then um, I had my friend's virtual bridal shower. Yeah, a lot of money. Um, I had my friend's virtual oh. bridal shower, and I just pwned some noobs at some bridal shower games, as I tend to do because I'm overly competitive. Yeah, well. I'm everybody's favorite fuckboy from like a dating app that's like, I'm competitive about everything. <laughs> it's not just guys. I think a lot of obviously because look it's me i'm saying i'm just saying i've seen i had seen a lot of that when i was back in my day um but that's cool that's cool um well i started my seventh book uh you know for uh, the last two months i've been trying to not wake up uh you know grabbing my phone so i've been reading every morning and uh it's been great i've been knocking out books left and right right now i'm in um i'm into the book think and grow rich so it's um it's a bestseller. It's a b- very big book out there that people love to wa- or read. So, um, by whom? Napoleon Hill. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just, you know, uh, about, you know, focusing on trying to level up your income and stuff. And it's just something I'm into right now. So, and my dad left it for me. So it has this like bookmark Aww. in it that says, I love you from him. So it's like all in his handwriting inscribed and stuff there. So, um, he said it's the, one of the best books ever written. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, so I did that. And then, um, also on the productive tip, I did my taxes, so, I need to do mine. Yeah, um, your boy's gonna be rolling in dough when it comes back, you know, for sure. Um, yeah, but uh, V, why don't we get into something we like to get her doing here? You know? It's that time to talk about bachelor stuff on our show. <laughs> but YouTube, go ahead and subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelor content, anything related to it. And if you just did, a huge shout out for you, air horns all around! Yeah. He got the script this time. Oh my goodness, <laughs> you know, I've been doing a little practicing on it, so. Um, but V, uh, we're here, you know, week eight of The Bachelor, and oh, um, you know, what I noticed about the intro and pre preview to the show is like they they've kind of made it seem like a lot more drama that actually happened i wrote down drama in the beginning and that's not kind of what we got this episode no, I feel we like. really kind of did it yeah we, so. i was really looking forward to some more family roasting of clayton and honestly clayton gave nothing on Fatality. all of these dates and i felt like that should have been roasted alone yeah but yeah it def- definitely they hyped this up i was like I just love seeing, usually for these hometown dates, I love the families, especially when it's bachelor season, like getting on the dudes, because it's always the dudes that are going to be like asking for blessing, permission, however you want to phrase that, that's all antiquated in general, Mm -hmm. to get married, and... I feel like that's usually who like runs into the hardest time, when it's like the women, it's usually like the family's all like, "Mm, I don't know, like you're dating to a couple other dudes you seem loose like well, I, I do like the setup of all this because even if it was a bland episode like we know that this is just the creation of the fall of clayton coming here soon or something's happening <laughs> so something's a brewing so that's all that we know is coming but we start off this episode in virginia where we have Susie's hometown she's Susie. kicking it off and um they're in the woods when they meet and um you know Susie has a fun day planned for them um clayton uh is going to find out if he likes to be choked uh, yeah, she made that joke twice. No, they definitely. It, I think this is the editors that got on her because it's like one of those things where if you're, if if you say it, they're like, say it again, say it again, just so we have it on tape and the editor. Yeah, because up. They, like because later on they're like, we need to hear it again and then hear like the results. Like exactly. then later on she's like, and he does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like so she brings him to jujitsu, which is something that she likes to do. Um, you know, that for, gave her a plus one for me. Okay, I was like, Susie, okay, yeah, like, yeah. you out here. You know, taking charge, doing this thing. Like, I, I have to give her credit for that. Yeah, we got a jiu-jitsu professor, Black Bell, and um, they get into their geese. And, uh, you know, she actually, um, they're getting taught how to do the shrimping. I don't know if that you was... You could see, you could see Clayton's eyes, like, war, like, war memories, like, flashbacks. <laughs> like, he was truly, like, being all like, shrimp? Did you say shrimp <laughs> yeah. they should have done like some type of flashback scene there or they something. should have that's but hilarious but she, yeah so Susie um shows her skills and gets him in a leg lock a chokehold and um he really wanted to be choked i mean <laughs> he got red in the face i'm pretty sure he like couldn't breathe and uh <laughs> she did it so uh so that's cool i, I mean with these hometown I'm morning sure dates he- 
couldn't breathe. <laughs> he couldn't breathe. He was red in the face, and um, I was nervous for him, but he survived. I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> You're sick. You're sick. I'm going to put the drum roll. I haven't done one of those in a while, but that's pretty good. Um, oh, good. So, yeah, uh, essentially... You know, with with four dates happening, four hometowns happening, you know, you get a really quick daytime date, pretty much like something that they want to stand out and, and then they have a little conversation and then they'll go meet the family at night. So they kind of talk about, you know, Susie gets emotional about her dad and his illness or I, I don't think that was really touched on. I don't on. know if it's like, exa- I don't, I'm guessing it's like cancer of some sort. Right. Um, but, you know, so she's, uh, which is something that we kind of talk about later on um, in the show with right. another family. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's just kind of like, I want my dad to be there to see, like, you know, who I get married to and walk yeah, me down like the aisle. Yeah, like walk me down the aisle. Typical daughter stuff, you know. That's yeah, the, you know? I guess, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess that's kind of like her thing that she's trying to stand out with. Um, she pretty much says that her dad is the golden standard of men. She's a daddy's girl, and that, th- daddy's girls are hard to, t- like, because, yeah, the standard is high. Like, if you're... If you're some with somebody who's a daddy's girl, like you're never gonna be as good as their dad is. Yep. You're just like, especially and Clayton. You think? Like, I mean, I, he he's he's kind of got it uh, under control. I feel like you know he seems pretty confident going into meeting all the families and stuff. But um, but yeah, so uh, she sets that and explains like the type of you know he meets he meets the family and everyone has a lot of energy. Um, they do. They're all excited enthused like they all seem mostly on board um it's all it's pretty like above board act behavior like everyone's like pretty excited they're like Susie you can tell is extremely close with her family um like they're all pretty pretty ready and like raring to go honestly I felt like her dad was pretty like chill with Clayton in general was like ah all right. Yeah, and I like, mean, essentially, it was the her thing mom that, that was a little bit more like, hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, what I got out of the dad was that, like, uh, you know, he told that story about her staying like on the floor and stuff, and this is the type of woman you're getting, like someone that's gonna stick by you, you know, in yeah. in sickness or in health, like type thing, you know. So, um, that's where the dad was at. But yeah, the mom kind of like, kind of like deflated Susie's balloon a little bit, but barely enough, right? I think so. I mean, because she had asked. You know, Clayton, like, knowing everyone has to ask this. Like, there's other people in this game still. Like, you know, have you, are you in love with Susie? And, of course, he's not going to say that he's in love with anybody to the parents yet. Because he's all like, you know, like, it's not fair. Like, I'm trying to be, like, whatever. Like, I definitely have strong feelings for Susie. Blah, 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 blah. And then her mom pretty much goes to Susie and is all like, just so you know, this man said that he's not in love with you. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh. And Susie's uh, so like, romantic. Su- yeah, no, Susie's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she actually takes it pretty well, and I feel like it sits in like until the end of the episode where she creeps back to her. She's like, well, yeah, essentially, like, my mom second. told me that Clayton said he doesn't love me. So yeah, I was like, oh I know, damn. The way she phrased it later, I was like, okay, that's not what happened. But okay, <laughs> you know how it goes. You get a little bit of time to sleep on it, and yeah, um, and then you just spin it into it's like a bad game of telephone where it's yeah. like essentially the the the, the what she, her mom ended up saying was saying proceed with caution. That was mm-hmm. that was essentially what she kind of warned her with. So, which I um, feel like is the most accurate way to go about this. Yep. Like you can't can't think that yeah, you've it's like, got thanks, it. Thanks, mom, it. for that great advice. <laughs> yeah, you're like thanks, mom, for 
Yeah. Like, ah, oh, really? Should I? <laughs> you should have told me that before I went on the show. Um, so, fuck? yeah. Well, after that, you know, pretty basic. It went well. Um, we get to the next hometown, which is Gabby, and we find her in Denver, Colorado. And, Denver, uh, Colorado. This is where, where she became a woman. Where she's dated both Dean and Balake. Yes. Um, she that was is also, where they are both from. So but... she, she was a cheerleader? She was, which I didn't realize that. I guess she cheerleaded for um, the Denver Broncos. Was it? Yeah. Um, but um, and Clayton is like before, like as they're getting onto their date, Clayton's all like, "Gabby's the funniest girl alive," Ugh. and I'm like, "No, she's not." <laughs> like, yeah, I know. She's, she's like, "We're gonna cut funny. down trees and fight off bears." Because and- it's she's like just like so goofy. Yeah. She's so quirky and different. She's the funniest girl alive. As someone who considers themselves to be pretty funny, I don't find Gabby that funny. I know. I said it back in the day, too. So um, I'm glad you agree. Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, essentially, the funniest woman alive takes him to, uh, ironically, Proposal Rock. Oh, yeah. And they start talking Mm. about, you know, the ring and all this different stuff. And, um, you know, they bring him to a hot tub, get get her in a bikini. Yeah, an inflatable, a nice-ass inflatable hot tub in the middle of this this hiking path how did they set this up how is the national park or whatever the park or, like rangers like okay with this i don't know <laughs> yeah i mean they're sipping champagne in there and she's that telling feels, them about with the glasses that feels like not safe for the wildlife this feels not good i'm sure they had someone overseeing the whole production so um but yeah no i mean she explains to them that like her dad won't be able to meet him today because um apparently his wife has can or his girlfriend his has girlfriend. Can- cancer and because of covid they don't want to expose themselves um so that's kind yeah. of like a damper on this hometown date because like she's going to be introducing her aunt her uncle her cousin and um her grandpa grandpa john grandpa john um so yeah uh clayton meets uh, her family and um they're coming in from out of town and uh which is really weird, but he starts like talking. They start talking about her pillow story and how yeah. Clayton's face. But was Grandpa on the John actually does has a good good sense of humor, and he finds it funny. And like he like goes off. He is the star of this entire episode. Grandpa John, honestly, I'd see. You know how they were gonna do like the golden years or whatever, like senior citizen. I'd see Grandpa John on that. Oh he's my god, single. dude! You think he's he's uh, uh what's it called campaigning to be on the old bachelor? He's single. And he still and he had that like, you know, little nice story about how he still wears his wedding ring because like, you know, he loves his wife, even though, you know, she's gone now. Oh. and He always wants to have that reminder of her. Bro, that is tugs right on the heartstrings. That is hilarious. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, he meets the family. I love how he calls her Gabriella, um, which is no. a beautiful name. And uh, but he also calls her a dingbat. So I love that. <laughs> Um, you and know, he says like Clayton's full of shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, essentially, <laughs> but, like jokingly, I guess. But I'm like, I took this for serious. I think you mean it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, he uh, uh, essentially is just you know encouraging them to not rush in. And um, you know, Gabby hasn't said I love you yet, so that's kind of like where she's her, her head is at. And um, you know, uh, the family seems pretty encouraging about it when they get all back together. Um, you know. He's a, a grandpa is excited for Gabby and, um, you know, as the family is all kind of just, you know, getting back we together, hear some beeps. a little honking of the horn. I don't have one of those. I should have had a little. Beep, beep. I know, but we hear it. Yeah. And then it's, of course, her dad 
Yeah, I'm 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 going to say that this was kind of like um... I hated this. <laughs> what did you I hate hated about? this? They do the love actually thing. Her dad stands next to his car, which is like fully like you know several yards away because it's across the like front yard. Mm-hmm. Stands in his cards with like with the love actually cards being all like blah 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 whatever. Clean only comes out for the very end. I'm like we could at least. This man could at least, like, you know, meet him from across the yard. It's or, not, yeah, it was just uh, what, I had, what I have written down. It was, like, um, car horn outside. It's her dad with signs. He yeah, did why not, did Clayton not get up with her? Why is he, like, oh, I wonder what this could be? I think he wanted, I think he wanted to be, like, a moment. They all knew, probably. But, um, but it was just funny that the dad doesn't speak at all, and he just, like, speeds off right when Clayton comes out. Right, literally. I'm, like, he could have at least said something. <laughs> like, he instead just does what... It made no sense to me, and I thought it was really cheesy, and I thought it was poorly done because it's like she was surprised, but like, why couldn't she just? Why couldn't her dad just be like talking to her from the front yard? Exactly. So Whatever. I mean, this day ends a good again, and it ends pretty much with her saying she's falling in love with Clayton, and Clayton gets his little fall in love giddy thing going on. Yeah, he was all excited. Yes. Um, two hometowns down. On to our third one. We got Serene's hometown, and I wrote down she looks good. Um, Serene looks great. This she entire episode. is the prettiest. I feel like left. Serene um, just and she knows how to dress well. She's just the best. She, she's in Oklahoma City. She brings him to this high ropes course and honestly smokes him in it. Like she. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's the obstacle course and Clayton's like scared and screaming. And, he's freaking out. And, and then he's like, she all right, now you go. He does the ones that he's freaking out at. Yeah. Like, and, and he's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. She's just laughing through it because it's like so easy for her. But I mean, I think it would be easier for her because she is like not as heavy and like, you know, he's true, all goofy true. and tall and and all that. So, um, so yeah, they, uh, you know, walk out on the plank and they make out there. It's kind of cool. They ha- my sister actually has one of these things like right by her house, like down like, yeah. walking distance. So I- I've been wanting to check that out. Um, I had one of those in my high school. Yeah. So. Um, so they get to the, this one part where they're going to have to jump 80 feet and there's only one way off this thing, one way down and gotta um, go. Clayton has to like hype himself up to jump. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, essentially they get to the bottom and talk a little bit. I guess her dad won't be there for some reason cause of like divorce or like family problems. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I didn't really get that, but I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, they're just explaining why people are not wanting to show up and be on TV, which is fair enough. Which I mean, that even happened with like Rachel Lindsay's season. Like, yeah, I mean the parents t- can, and, uh, rightfully so probably tend to overreact to the situation when, you know, they could, you know, they don't want to be looked at. They don't want to explain all this stuff to their life and all that. So, um, but she explained how she hadn't brought anybody back to see her family in like 10 again, years. She talks about it again. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Clayton meets the family. He meets, uh, the mom, the brother, the best friend. And, um, yeah, I mean, uh, essentially there's, they're talking about like, the harder you fall. I don't know why I wrote that, but, um, but like her brother, oh, that's what the brother was talking about. Yeah. Her brother seems extremely protective of her. Cause he seems like he's been the one that's picked up the pieces. He mentioned that multiple times that he's been the one that's picked up the pieces before. Um, and so he's, Yo, he kind of, I, I feel like, you know, did one. you hear his voice? And like, you're like, this kind of sounds like I've heard this before. I, I was like, and I finally figured it out. It's, 
Jordan Peele and and, and Key and Peele when he does his impression of Obama. That's, oh, that's what funny. he sounds exactly well, like. Because he has like a little bit of like a southernish accent, like an Oklahoma accent. I did a quick deep dive on um on her brother Roland because at first I was all like, is he gay? And then I did a quick deep dive on him, and I'm like, no, because I was watching it with my roommate Melissa, and she's all like, he's either gay or military, because she's like, sometimes military gives off like a gay vibe, but they're just military. I'm like, well, they could be gay and military. And we looked him up, police officer, ah. and Jehovah's Witness. Interesting. And I was like, wow. Hard Learned body. so much about you, Roland. Well, Roland um, gives her the advice, and I guess essentially says if like you're in love with her then you know i'm scared but he gets really emotional about it and it says you know go for it i guess and um <laughs> you know because she says she's 100 percent in love with clayton like she's going full into this now she's giving it everything she's got mm. and um and yeah that's pretty much where it ends um for that one and then finally we got rachel's hometown um and my neck of the woods claremont florida very close to orlando and right. um yeah, so I mean, her voice is so raspy. It's gone. What's going it's on? Gone. Is she sick? It's or? so it's so funny because all season long she goes in in and out of like her whisper voice, but now her voice is just shot. It's like actually gone, and I'm like, how you fucked it up? You this is like. Do you think she whatever. was partying too hard, or she was just getting done being sick? Yeah, but um, yeah. But, they do um, a little clear bottom boat venture mm-hmm. into the you know into the swamp. Oh, what I did like, though, is like Clayton does the run and jump on her. Yeah. (laughs) I thought that was funny Um, because he's so big. It's just like hilarious to see him try to jump on her and she instantly goes down. But um, yeah, they do the, you know, they have some pretty funny scenes of like the biggest spider I've ever seen. Like he's like, I thought that thing was going to jump in the boat. And I thought that was pretty funny. So, um, so yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they, and they, they come up upon a kissing tree, Yes, you know, how perfectly placed with the sign that definitely never existed until they were going on this, this adventure, you know, it did not Right. You know, there's no way. Why is there a place like this in every city that we go to? Mm. Yeah. Um, they do their little, their little kissy kissy, except that they were, we're about to turn it into like a, wait, do you think proposal rock is, is a real place? Probably not. Okay, that, I'm just thinking about it now. I was like, wait, they got me. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. it's like become popular because I feel like I see so many people who get proposed to like on mountains and stuff. So maybe like it's become a thing, but I doubt like it was like always like this is proposal rock as the origin states. Like, right. well, no. they're at the they're at the kissing tree and they can't keep their hands off each other. Uh, never, they're dry. It's the dry humping tree yes. is what it is. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, so, what it yeah, is. yeah, I mean, uh, and she's warning him right away that uh, her dad is blunt and he's going to be tough and to prepare. Um, That's a typical Italian father. Yeah, no one's good enough for her. Um, oh. She's worried about her dad. She knows that he's never liked anyone and we'll soon find out that he is awkward as hell, like at meeting people and not like showing it on his face, like what he's thinking. But, um, so yeah, he they walk in and, and Clayton's already a little nervous because he's like right when they walk in, he's all telling Rachel, like, don't be drifting on me, like don't be going too far. Yeah, homie is like, he's all like, please do not leave my side. Yeah. But he's going in with saying, like, um, I'm just gonna be myself and hopefully like I mean he's he I leave with him just being like, I'm all right, you know? He's like, That kid's all right. So um the dad did the dad say he was scared? Did I hear I that? I don't know. The dad was just like, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he like said something kind of off. And I was like, 
Yeah. Not good. Yeah. I mean, off the bat, like he was already given like crazy eyes and he was just not having it. Rachel is glowing though. She's got her two friends there and um, they're very happy. Um, I, I don't know why, but like, I just feel like I wrote down this thing. Like, how does her whole family like are so happy and, and jolly around this one man that just is like awkwardly, like not happy and jolly? I know they're like all jumping. Like her mom is definitely like very typical, like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like she has like her gay best friend there or yeah. whatever and he's like you know he's like mm, is this the one <laughs> yeah um our, her one friend you know uh he's like no one wants to be played and uh, i'm right. talking about fantasy suites and stuff so i mean that's just foreshadowing of what's going on um so uh yeah i mean it seems like the dad doesn't really care for the cameras or care about the cameras because he's just like, what do you know about Rachel? And, um, you know, bringing up it. examples of like what happens if she wants to go to Europe for a year and all this stuff. And, and yeah, because like, like I think it's really important to him. And this actually reminded me a lot of my dad as well. Mm -hmm. Like if like um, is that, you know, Rachel has made it very clear in their previous dates that, you know, She's had hard times dating before because she is successful in her career and her career can take her different places. It can take her like whatever. And, you know, men that she's dated didn't want her to be doing that. Um, yeah. And so her dad is very much so like, well, how are you going to feel if that's the case? Like, you're not going to like there's no way you're her dreams are to do this or that. Like, and I feel like my dad would be very similar. Like, my dad knows that, like, I'm not the type to Conform. settle down for anybody else's dreams, but, you know, something that makes sense for both of us or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, but, essentially, the dad <clears throat> is, he says he's old school, he's protective, and, um, you know, uh, he's just essentially just asking the hard questions. He's being stern, but I also think he's being fair. And um, I think he was too. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, rightfully so. It's right. a crazy show. The show makes no sense. It's like asking for a non monogamous situation, but you're supposed to be like, all the contestants are supposed to be like firmly monogamous with the like lead and like whatever. And they're supposed to, like, it's very much so a lot of pressure. Of course, there's pressure on the lead because he has to make choices. But like, it's a lot of pressure on the like contestants to be like kind of perfect and they have to like prove themselves. And I feel like the dad is very much so like, like, what are you doing? What are you doing for my girl? Like, sure. let me know. Well, um, he I mean, the conversation goes well, I think. And um, he essentially can't give a blessing until he talks to his daughter and see how she feels. Rightfully so. So um, he says, if I talk to her and I think you're OK, I'll shake your hand and pat you on the shoulder. And, and that's 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 how you'll know. That's how you'll know. Um, so, you know, that's how you'll know. That's a pretty good, you know, thing to I thought it was kind of actually rom com, like romantic movie type. It of was thing. cute. It was cute because it was like a little secret signal. Yeah. A little tell. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, you know, then he went and talked to Rachel and they had a very emotional conversation um and he ended up giving the little secret signal afterwards as they were saying goodbye to clayton so yeah, i mean he him he was not he was not there to spoil the party he said so um and he didn't i think uh you know they built up that's what i'm saying we're at the end of the hometowns and there was no drama really um no i mean except for clayton you know that's what he kind of gets to at like the end of this is that is that um you know, the hometowns went great and it's definitely not making it easy for him. Like he's going to like to cut ties with anyone. So it's just kind of like, um, 
what do you say? He's like, you know, you have to break three hearts to make one happy. Uh, that was kind of what he had said there. Um, but there we end to the end of the show where we get to the rose ceremony and, uh, we're back in LA. We're back, back in LA. Mansion. We're back and the girls are all together looking good. And, uh, Serene had the best dress. Yes. And this is so sad because he picked Susie, then Gabby. I was surprised that he picked Susie first. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, that's probably because he had the best time with her family. Like, but their time was so boring. Sure, too. but like when you think about, I guess about, boring's better than being scared. Yeah, I think <laughs> you know when you think about what you're looking for in a wife, it's probably like you want you enjoyed like time with her family the most. Yes, yeah, stability. She's, you know, get that one out the way. Um. So yeah. So and then Gabby's picked, and which left Rachel kind of like up there. I don't know why they did that to her. Maybe because she's been having it easy all season. Yeah, but, I don't know if it was like because of the whole like if they're trying to like hype that up as like the whole like. Did he really like? Is the dad really gonna be okay with it? Like, I don't know. It just felt like I was like, wow, this is an interesting order. I would have felt like because Gabby just said that she was falling in love with him, I would have been all like, you know, wouldn't she maybe be last? But I guess not. Yeah. Um. And so that leaves Serene to go home. Um. And you know, Clayton pulls her aside before she takes off and says he's sorry. And and she asks like, why? And he says he just has stronger connections. And mm. she's kind of left confused and speechless. So she's like confused and angry. And I honestly have to give it to her. Like she just doesn't even she doesn't even waste shed a tear on this white bread man. She doesn't even shed one. She's just like, I'm kind of confused. I'm kind of fr- like she's like, I feel like she's going to do well on Paradise or potentially a bachelorette season. I was actually wrote down here that she would be a great bachelorette. I think she would be, too. Yeah. So um, I'm there for it. And that uh, kind of gets us to um, like a preview of next week's show, which we got a two-night event. Um, we're getting to Fantasy Suites in the show, and then the next night we're going to have um, the Women the Tell All. After the final rose. Well, no, isn't the Women I Tell mean, All? I mean, yeah, Women Tell All. Yeah. I don't know why I said um, that. No, it's all good. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it looks like uh, what I could tell from next week's episode is that he sleeps with Gabby and Rachel. And Susie's left there like, you want your husband having – like, you don't want to have to tell your husband – not to have, or your fiance, not to have sex with another woman or something like that, right? Mm. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what the order is. So yeah. Um. So it looks like a shocking and an emotional ending, and uh, we're gonna get a lot of drama with that women tell all. Yeah, we're gonna see Shanae. We're gonna see Cassidy. Um, it was it was interesting the way they edited that because I guess what are they doing it live? I mean, it's. I feel like it's usually done. I know, I guess it must be more, it must be live because, yeah, obviously they only showed stuff from the season. They didn't even show. Or they hadn't shot it yet when that episode went out this past week. So, yeah. yeah, So maybe they're shooting it right now or or live. So we'll have to Um, see. Yeah, so it gets us a post-credit scene of Gabby talking about Clayton's feet and talking about shaving his toes and stuff. Apparently he looks like a hobbit. So that's where we're at because she's so funny right the funniest no 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 i i don't like her um so but i i i did like Susie a little bit more this episode so there we go um but yeah uh v uh we got any other news coming out of bachelor nation this week yeah so a funny thing that happened during the airing of this episode was like all of bachelor nation like dumped their ruggable ads i think at the same time yeah. like it was all like with the same weird shag rug and like all these different like bachelor accounts were making fun of them just because it was like everybody was dumping their batch like the ruggable ads at the same time and it was just like really bizarre um 
Another big news is that Colton is engaged to his now fiance. Um, what is his name? Uh, Jordan C. Brown. Um, they've only been dating for a little less than a year. They started dating in the summer of 2021. I mean, uh, Colton publicly came out in April of 2021. So, uh, you know, know, they bought a house together like a couple months back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, congrats to them. I hope they're happy. Uh, what, what else is, is there? Anything else? Um, something that's been going uh, crazy over the internet recently is another account of sexual assault allegations for Joel Coleman from Michelle's season. Um, it's a very disc- like it's a full description of what happened to the survivor um, from her perspective um, of everything that happened, and it's pretty. I mean. It's a lot, um, and it was on Reddit, and, like, you know, people are going to Joe's, like, recent, like, reels, and he's, like, deleted the comments because people are all, like, oh, like, mul- and now there's, like, multiple women coming forward, like, and he's just sitting here doing whatever, and he's all, like, blah, 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 they're just trolls, and it's it's getting, it's definitely getting messy, um, and I feel like, you know, stuff ha- with it hasn't been touched yet, and I'm interested to see how that story might develop more. Yeah. Um, I mean, all allegedly, but um, I would have to say that Michelle definitely dodged a bullet. That would have been horrible if she ended up picking Joe, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just yeah. with all this I mean, stuff Because it would have been like how when Becca picked uh, Garrett and just all of his stuff came out, and that's like not even as bad as like sexual assault right. he was just a you know a bigot but right. um <laughs> yeah um well yeah that's uh that's bachelor news this week um you know next week we got week eight of the bachelor and uh women tell all so make sure you guys uh come back for that and um you know once again uh, thank you to everyone that's subscribing and liking our videos and leaving a comment let us know who you think is going to be winning the bachelor this uh season because uh i kind of want to know it's yeah, i wonder what's going to happen it's not even who's going to yeah. win what do you think is going to happen what are your predictions i don't i i mean i feel like we're gonna get a similar situation where it's not gonna be like a final rose and it's gonna be more of like a it happens after but i just don't even know which way it could go right now because it seems like he's upset all from the previews seems like he's upset all three of his final women so i don't really know and one of it looks like gabby might like have done something that upset him so i don't know how that's all gonna play out Ooh, okay i guess we're just gonna have to find out leave your thoughts in the comments below uh and we'll see you next week with the bachelor stuff uh v why don't we get into something we like to call i don't know quick hits what do we got for quick hits so um tom brady is going to be in a movie called uh 80 for brady where it's gonna be uh starring hollywood legends Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, Lily Tomlin, and Sally Fields, where, like, they all travel together to... Actually, this is, like, PTSD for the city of Atlanta. It's for the Super Bowl in 2017, where the Patriots overcame a 28-3 to deficit to beat the Atlanta Falcons, <laughs> which, like, this entire city is still reeling from. Like, I don't think... I remember watching that and I remember like rooting for the Falcons because I'm like, I live in Atlanta, like fuck like Tom Brady. And I remember like being like so up like they had it in the back. It's kind of genius to make a movie like that though. Like, you know, it's so, 
It's going to be, I, I'm sure like people around here are just going to be like boycotting it. No but way. I think it's, I think it's hilarious. And I think it's an interesting move for Tom Brady now in his retirement. But Good stuff. Um, what else we got? So um, Amanda Bynes, also known for, you know, um, her crazy past and being a Nickelodeon child star. She is um, going, she's filing to end her conservatorship that's been going on for the last nine years. She obviously had hers after, I guess she allegedly set a driveway on on fire, was hospitalized for, uh, you know, psychiatric hold, all that kind of stuff. Like she has a very storied mental health past. Um, and she's filing for it to end, and her parents are completely 100% supportive. Like, she's in a much better um, mental state now, um, and they're looking forward to, like, this next chapter in her life where, that, you know, that's not a necessary thing. So uh, free Mandy, I guess, yeah. and good luck to her. Manda Show. What else we got? Um, there was a lot of uh, rumors going around this past week or so about – Queen Elizabeth dying and you know people are like what happens if Queen Elizabeth dies I mean like Prince Charles like whatever and people are freaking out um but it was all a hoax she did she ha- she did have a coronavirus this two weeks ago she tested positive two weeks ago had it but she has been doing well was seen having a couple of virtual meetings with some foreign ambassadors yesterday um or earlier this week so She's doing great. That's a little bit of an F you to the British tabloids for saying that she was dead. Um, and, you know, she's going to keep uh, kicking as long as she can. And I, you know, give her credit, I suppose. Um, yeah, no, I did see like outlets like reporting that she was like, it was like crazy. Though. I was seeing more like news about the outlets reporting that it was. Like, yeah, happening. right. That because of. Yeah, exactly. So, um, What else we got? Um, sad day for anybody who loves Sydney Sweeney like I do. But uh, she's reportedly engaged to her um, longtime boyfriend, Jonathan DeVino. She's 24. He's 37. Um, there's things I could say about that. So on, what's the what's the age again? She's 24. He's 37. Uh, 24. Yes. Uh, what do you think? Um, I think she's way too hot for him, but... <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, uh, Sydney Sweeney is definitely rose to the top of my um, celebrity crushes. Celebrity crushes? Yeah. yeah. She's number one. So, uh, yeah, I, I am... I'm, I'm pro Sydney, whatever we're talking about here. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I, that's just... That's kind of where I we're mean, at. I mean, I think her... I think her boy... Now, fiance, I think he is related to, like, a family that actually, like, owns... A pretty big restaurant in Chicago. Do you think? Um, do you think she's uh, she's actually engaged? Um, people. She's been spotted with a big old diamond ring on that finger. So, I mean, it would be kind of weird if she wasn't. So, <laughs> um, okay, cool, cool. Well, I'll just cry later. Um, anything yeah, me else? Too. <laughs> anything else for quick hits? Um, this is one that I'm like still surprised by, but Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas are expecting their second child. I didn't even realize their first baby is one already. Willa is one years old. I didn't even know. Time flies when you are having a hard time keeping up with these Jonas cousins. Um, so, well, I, I don't think they, I don't think they know the sex of the baby yet. Um, so we'll have to see if it's another girl. I mean then it truly will be like, you know, Jonas Brothers 
Jonas Cousins because right now we got all girls. Uh, so Interesting. I'm just I'm just hoping for the best for this future band. But um, yeah. And um, all right, well, congrats to them. Uh, what else we got to round out? There this? was the SAG Awards this past weekend, and we, it's award season. We're going to be getting the Oscars at the end of the month, and uh, the SAG Awards, I feel like, are whatever. We saw some wins from like uh, Squid Games. We saw some wins for or like from um, uh, Will Smith for King Richard. Love that movie. Um, and I then we that. saw, which I think one of the big wins was that we saw, um, I think, who was it from CODA? Oh, Troy Kotzer. He made history for being the first ever deaf actor to win an individual SAG award. So that's impressive. A lot of, I think, history making things around Squid, Squid Games and stuff, too. Um, there was one part where like Michael, Michael Keaton had gone to the bathroom when he then got called up for his award. So he like, they had to wait for him. I think it was, I think it might've been, um, Kate Winslet or somebody who was up there like waiting for him. And he had to like, he like army rolled onto the stage. Cause he like ran back from the bathroom. Um, and then like there was, you know, a funny little quip between Selena Gomez and whoever about like their Botox and stuff. But besides that, I mean like it's whatever, it's another award show. They got their awards. They do the do. Yeah. Um, well, what made you go yikes this week, V? Oh, my God. Well, as we know, um, current global situations happening is that Russia invaded Ukraine um, because Putin is a little baby back bitch. And um, because of that, Anna Lynn McCord, probably best known for doing the Beverly Hills 90210 reboot. Uh, I don't really know what else she's done major besides that uh she decided to take it upon herself to read a poem make a video put it on twitter that it pretty much like it's a two minute long video of her reciting this poem that it like in essence is like if you know going like dear president putin like if i were your mother the world would have been so warm like so much laughter and joy like i'm so sorry i wasn't your mother like if i were here's all the things i would have done so that you wouldn't have been in pain to then cause you to like invade a country but like this must a, this must have been inspired by something like someone like, must have done it, this it, about hitler or something and she just i like, don't i don't know why she thought this it's, it's just as like it's pretty much like a more cringy version of like when all the celebrities did the like imagine all the people Dude, that's like, got to be one of the cringiest things um in hit in recent yeah, this history is pretty cringy. poor gal gadot like, like i don't know if there's much coming back from that yeah i don't know but like it's <clears throat> it's bad because i think what makes it even cringier for this is that like obviously people have been giving her backlash or like making fun of her because they're like why did you think this was a good idea right. and she's all like i know I could have easily moved in the direction of becoming a dictator myself if I hadn't been surrounded by love or like whatever. If certain circumstances in my life were different, this is like literally quotes. If certain circumstances of my life were different, I would have uh, like a, a little less bent towards healing and more towards vindication. I could have been darkly a darkly powerful person. I too could have easily moved in the direction of being a dictator. What? Wow. Yeah. Um. Okay, yikes for sure. Goodness gracious. Um, this Don't think we're getting that published anytime soon. Um, oh my well, V, God. yikes for sure. Um, well, you know what I want to know. What have you been watching? I'm going to be honest, nothing new, but uh, I did watch the Love is Blind finale. The reunion comes out 
to like I think when this episode comes out or this week, um, which I'm excited to see that because the finale was definitely had some shocking bits in it um, and just really showed some of the characters um, truly of these people. Yeah. Um, so definitely um, an interesting season. And then I finally I talked about it like months ago because that's when I was first able to watch the first episode but I think they held it off of Bravo because I think it was supposed to just be a Peacock exclusive and then now they're just releasing it on Bravo but it's the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip so I'm finally like actual episodes in besides just the first one Um, and I think they're already filming a second season with different housewives so I'm interested to see who that will be and do I need to actually buy a a Peacock subscription because that's I'm just like how many of these streaming services do I need to watch these different shows? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot of money each month. Um, well, good for you. Keeping the internet but, going. But, Sai, I have a question for you. What? <laughs> what do you Me? Um, well, I actually did start Love is Blind. Um, it's very some interesting characters on there. I, I want to watch more to see what you're talking about at the end there. Yeah, um, how far are you? Just one episode. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You gotta watch. You gotta watch it all. <laughs> it get crazy. It does get. It gets wild. I feel like there's definitely some parallels to the first season with some of like the actions of some of the people and some of the relationships. Um, I feel like the first season. I don't know if like some people are like this season isn't as good as the first season. I don't know if I agree with that, but I might. I feel like there's. De- it's just different dynamics. Definitely. In- some of them but yeah. yeah um well yeah so i got that and then i actually last night watched the ugly truth you ever see that before i don't think i have <laughs> i would actually be interested in in watching it but um it's katherine heigl and gerard butler and oh i remember when that came out that would came out like in the mid 2000s didn't it yeah i mean it's wild it's a wild movie like i never thought i'd be seeing gerard butler talking like this to katherine heigl and it's just very interesting. I, I would love it as just like a thought experiment for you to have watched this over the last week and, and tell me about your thoughts on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> just because it was wild. Last night I was just watching. I was like, this is a movie? This is crazy. Like, it's just one of those movies you could not make today, I feel like. So, interesting. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I watched that. And it's pretty funny, though. I like it. Um. But, yeah, so that's what I was watching. V, why don't we get into our slapper of the week? <laughs> Slapper of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> yeah, this week's slapper of the week comes from the hit makers, One Republic. Um, <laughs> the way you teeth them up. The hit makers, One Republic. Well, <laughs> Soundtrack of many high school dances. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, you, you hear them in your local salon or supermarket. <laughs> mall wherever you go but um they're playing car commercial whatever um so one republic has the very very talented ryan tedder who is a huge hit songwriter wrote songs for your boys the jonas brothers with sucker and i think this one is actually kind of like in the same realm of sucker um it's got like a like a upbeat tempo like that the song is called west coast um by one republic and it's it's an ode 
to their love of old 70s music and in California and um, it has like a mamas and the papas like kind of vibe in the background so it's Ew. got like a beach boys like vibe to it and stuff love upbeat that. so um, definitely check it out if you just want a good feel good song that you know you could play with whatever audience you're at like you could be outside of a church party I'm pretty sure you could play One Republic you can play One Republic you know <laughs> wherever you're you know you're doing a garage sale you could do it there One Republic the Wash- family friendly Bob yes exactly <laughs> so um, sure to be played for years and years to come check it out um v do you have any shout outs this week i just wanted to shout out my parents um just because i love them and i haven't shouted them out in a while and they've been with me on my on my washer and dryer journey i've been calling it like i've been naming it like a soap opera it's called as the dryer turns (laughs) um and you know i didn't want it opera Huh? Yeah, yeah soap, soap opera. opera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank you. Um, so that's awesome. I'm glad I'm happy for you. So shout out to them. Um, I'll give you the mayor horn. Sorry, I was getting lost with my jokes. Um so um I would like to shout out our mutual friend Ray Diaz because we went for uh coffee on Monday. It was just really nice to catch up with him. I hadn't seen him in a couple um, while so while. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way it sounded so um, shout out to you bro I love you and um, um, I want to shout out my buddy Brody James who's in the building yeah. Yeah. it's my buddy scream, let's go he's watching the new scream on his phone while you know we're recording right here so shout out to him for just letting us do our thing and um, we're going to be making some music tonight and a, possibly a video over the next two days so we're trying um, this is what we got maybe we'll have like a slapper of the week from me next week you know and us. let's go that's the goal so um, shout out to you Brody James love you too man um so yeah that's our episode guys um i hope you enjoyed it we'll be back next week with a pretty big episode uh covering you know the we're not getting to quite the finale but we're getting there so um so yeah i mean uh v uh what do you got planned for the weekend um kind of up in the air we shall see same same okay Ooh, ominous i like that mm, mysterious yeah. oh um all right guys well you know what it is it's your favorite pod about your favorite show it's future bachelor my name is Sai. i am veronica and we love you deuces bye future bachelor podcast nice was a nice